0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about how to lose weight around unsupportive people, because a lot of people are going to have to deal with this. Uh, The people around you, um, you have to understand it's not that they don't want you to lose weight. It's that a lot of times when you change your behavior, uh, first of all, it kind of breaks rapport, right? Because a lot of times you're bonding with the people in your life over unhealthy foods, right? You're eating, you're going out junk food, snacks. It's exciting. It's a thing you do. And so all of a sudden you start making healthier decisions, it kind of breaks that rapport a little bit, all right? So understand that. The other thing is that when you start making healthier choices, it's kind of like holding a mirror up to the people in your life, right? Now, again, I know you're not intending to do this, but it's just a natural effect. You've been on the other side of this. You know, when you have a friend or a family member who starts making healthier choices and they're talking about it and then they're, you know, you notice it, it makes you, Kind of reflect on where you're at. And if you're not happy with where you're at, or if you're not a place where you're ready to start, you know, making those changes, you usually get upset about it, right? You're not upset for them to be successful, you're upset of how it makes you feel. So I think understanding these two things sets you up to deal with this challenge. And it is a challenge. Okay. So again, we want to acknowledge that we all have along our weight loss journey, we all have our our strengths and our weaknesses and our challenges um, and opportunities. <clears throat> and so we recognize that that sometimes there's going to be people around us that we're very close to that aren't necessarily supportive along this journey. And the first step is acknowledging it, um, recognizing it. And the next step is how do we find a solution to it? Right. How do, How do we deal with that? And so the first part, what I was saying of really reframing it, not thinking that they want to sabotage you intentionally, they don't. Um, subconsciously maybe, but again, it's for those two reasons that, that again, that it's breaking rapport with what you guys typically do and it's, um, making them feel bad about themselves. That being the case, they may still sabotage you, um, without even wanting to, they may. And so you need to have a strategy in order to deal with people like that. And what I would suggest you do, um, the foundational strategy you're going to rely on is really boosting up your motivation, getting crystal clear about why you want to lose the weight and improve your health. And you've got to do this. You've got to nurture your motivation so that regardless of what the person is, the environment is, you can still consistently make the right choices. And so what happens right now, this may sound obvious. I don't know. But what tends to happen is when we're in a situation like that is we may feel a little wobbly. We're not crystal clear on our motivation. We feel a little wobbly that day. And all of a sudden the person comes around and says, hey, you want to go out for, you know, fast food? And you say, yeah, right? And now you blame them, but the real core problem was that you were not truly motivated. And so we got to stop blaming other people. Again, this is the acknowledgement piece. We acknowledge, we want everyone just to be supportive and help us out as much as possible. That's not going to be the case, okay? And so we got to go to plan B here, which is that we acknowledge that some people are not going to be supportive, Um, some explicitly and some kind of subtly, regardless, we need to recognize that and come up with a strategy to deal with it. And the first step is really taking ownership, right? Empowering yourself to realize that regardless of what the people around you um, do or say, you can still make your own decisions. You're free to make the decisions you want to make to get the results that you want to get. And it takes consistently focusing and nurturing that motivation that you have right so that you um when you get in these situations and you may feel tempted you have the the resources and the wherewithal within you to say no and make the choices you want to make so recognizing how important it is to be really focused on your motivation and keep it nurtured the other piece is to start coming up with things you can say to people when they offer you uh you know foods because these things happen in certain situations so you may notice it's in the afternoon, dinner, after dinner are the big three typically. Sometimes it might be breakfast too. So again, it could be any time, but the most common times you want to start recognize the most common um, situations where this person may kind of throw you off track a little bit if you're not prepared for it. Okay. So we're reinforcing our motivation and we're starting to prepare for specific situations when this person tends to kind of tempt us or try and sabotage us so that we're ready for it. And this again is also important so that you're not blindsided, right? A lot of times we kind of get, we're so mad that they keep kind of sabotaging us that we don't start to really understand what's going on and create better strategies to deal with that. All right. So that's what you want to do. So I hope this helps you out. Give it some more thought. Don't just accept that. Oh, this person's sabotaging me. I can't lose weight. No way you can lose weight in any situation you choose to. Okay. You just have to make the choice and you have to nurture that motivation and you have to prepare yourself in di- different situations for how you're going to succeed. Okay. So take these things into account. And I hope this helps you out. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. An answer. Oh man. I had sent the TGIF here, here <laughs> TGIF, right? <laughs> Oh, uh, and the, the Friday before Thanksgiving—it's kind of like a double, double bonus. How do you stop craving super sweet food? Um, yeah, well, you know, listen—the the, the obvious answer, I think, is that you stop eating it. You know what I mean? But, but that's that's a little obvious, I think. Um, but that's part of it, though, too. You know, I always joke if someone got on and said, "Hey, how do I stop craving cocaine?" Um, well, the first step is you—the you know, less of it you do, the less you're going to crave it. Right? So we want to start cutting down how much super sweet food you're eating first of all. Um, And I think that's a very worthwhile focus because the more super sweet food you're eating, typically super sweet things are not very healthy for you to begin with. But the other big problem is that super sweet foods kind of, um, ruin your, your taste buds for healthy, natural foods, right? Because anything that's healthy and natural is going to seem really bland and boring compared to super sweet flavors. Okay. So, um, yeah, you want to start start cutting down the super sweet flavors, super sweet foods, start compressing them to when you're going to eat them. So don't eat them every day. Um, you know, start ideally uh start picking days when you're going to eat them, days when you're not going to eat them. Um and if that's a little too much for you right now, don't eat them in the mornings and in the afternoon, and then just eat them at night. Once you get a handle on that, then stop working, stop eating them at night. So you have a day, a couple days where you're not eating them. And so start to build up um than not eating them and what you're gonna do instead. And the less you eat of them, the easier, I think it is that, that you stop craving them. Because again, the cravings, if you're, every time, I always say this to myself with sugar, if I'm gonna eat sugar, I always say to myself, this is sugar cravings on layaway. Uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, start craving sugar because I'm eating this right now. And so that's how I think of it. And so that helps me avoid it. What's up bastard, how's it going? You know, I got a new camera set up here and it is kind of driving me nuts because it's way oh that looks a lot better all right there we go still figuring it out um yeah so 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 give it a test though but but again yeah i know it's like someone say like oh some magical thing that can just change it but you can't because it's 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 partly physical right it's a partly a physical craving you know for it and again the more you eat it there's gonna be a 24 48 hour window where you're really craving it and then um, there's a psychological craving for it, right? You, you're, you're used to eating it at certain times in certain environments and situations. And so there's a little bit of physical and a psychological, um, I don't say addiction necessarily, but you know, connection there that we want to deal with both of those. All right. Um, Dolores Newsom, how's it going? I'm fine working on my talking. I can't wait to hear Astra. I, I'm so glad you're working on it. Cause I, I, that it's very interesting to me. Um, and I'm really curious to see where all that goes, but but it's very interesting. So yeah, keep working on that because we'll hear we'll see where that leads to. Oops, that's too much. There we go. But yeah, if you have any questions, I know I was joking, not too many people. Uh well those people aren't thinking about their weight loss on a Friday, right? Who wants to do that? <laughs> What's up, Jody? I got your email. I'm super excited to see you in the program for a year. I can't wait. I, I love when people sign up for the year program. It's one of my favorite things because working together for a year is, you know, it's, I, I think, I think it's one of the, the biggest things you can do, you know, because talk about committing to a long-term time frame and it takes all this pressure off, you know, it's one of my favorite things. So super excited to see you're going to continue with that. Um, but yeah, here we are on a Friday, Friday before Thanksgiving right? You might notice it might be a little harder, uh, to eat well this weekend, you know, as, as the, the, as the holiday comes closer, you know, and that's natural, normal too. Um, what's up Vicky? How's it going? Always a good day to get motivated about weight loss. Yeah. Right. Of course. Right. I love getting motivated on a Friday. Um, you know, and it's funny too. Cause like for me, I love Fridays cause Friday is like the beginning of my pleasure days, you know? So it's like, I'm still just as motivated to, be at my goal weight on a friday as i am on a monday you know but 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 i'm gonna eat totally different (laughs) so that's that's the part i always want to put on to you guys is that you know when you start thinking long term it's such a different thing you know because when when you think short term you think all or nothing right you just want to get the results as fast as possible but when you start thinking longer term it really does take a lot of the pressure off of mistakes that you make uh that was so speaking to you jody um there's another person that is part of the year-long program. And she got on the call yesterday and she's like, Oh, I totally blew it. Totally blew it. I was going to do this and I totally blew it and it was get all negative, you know? And it's so nice. I was like, listen, just relax. Get a year. <laughs> just calm down, you know? So it's nice. But when a person makes a year long commitment, it is transformative mindset wise. Cause it it's very hard for you to think about your weight loss in terms of a year, you know, that it's, you don't even <sighs> like, the idea of making a year long commitment to your weight is just like, it's just, that's just like a concept that doesn't exist in your head. You know, and it was funny, like, to remind people that because, you know, even she right away, she's like, oh, yeah, right, right. And just calm down instantly. So anyways, but with the longer, you know, the longer we think about things, the, the easier it is. Um, How do you get through a weekend going it without cheating on your diet? Um, Well, that's a good question, Carbux. Uh, You know, so program yourself into a different philosophy. So there's not really cheating on the diet, right? So there's no diet. Um. Cause the goal is different, right? So, so I'm programming myself in program yourself, the goal is not to lose weight. It's to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on your autopilot. So we kind of start with the maintenance plan, right? We're not starting with a diet, right? If you just think about like just losing weight, you're almost always going to do extreme things. You're going to start on a Monday and try and be perfect until you reach your goal weight. So, you know, you know, you may have a cheat day here and there, but it's like, everything's just like focused on getting to that goal weight as if the goal weight were the finish line. But the reality is the goal weight's the starting line because how long do you want to be at your goal weight for? Right? You want to be there forever? Yeah, okay. So it's going to be forever anyways. So what is your rush? And so so that that's kind of the, the background for in programming yourself. Then the thing I, I suggest for people is to structure their eating a 5-2 model. Five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure reading. And so the weekend, for a lot of people, the weekend's the pleasure days and, and the week's the clean days. And so the pleasure days... Um, I don't know, like, like cheating on your diet, you know, if you have to cheat on your diet, you, you probably don't like the diet. G- do you know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. I got my clean days. Do I love eating clean? Um, Well, I kind of do. Like, I do love it because I love how it makes me feel. Do I love the taste of eating clean? No, not, not compared to eating for pleasure and eating hyper palatable foods. No, those are more enjoyable taste wise, you know, but I feel good with that, that balance for me. Now, again, I started with one clean day, six the pleasure days. So again, this is just a concept, you know, and you tweak it to what works for you. But the idea is that we want to have two categories, one where you're intentionally focused on eating for fuel, fueling your body. Good Lord. We have been conditioned the society to really just think about food versus flavor. You know, every single food decision you're making is just how it's going to tantalize your taste buds. Christ. It, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's a hundred percent of the time for a lot of people, you know? So it's like, sometimes a couple times a week, at least to start off, you might want to make a food ch- few food choices based on what's going to nourish your body. <laughs> so that becomes the clean eating focus, right? That, you know, ideally, we'd love to be 100%, but, it, but it, I'm rarely 100%, but I'm a chunk, I'm, I'm very clean on those days. And then the pleasure days are just as important because really the core question we ask and program yourself then to motivate us is how can you get the most pleasure out of food? And oh, I'll eat it all. I ain't the most pleasure out of food is not stuffing yourself to your just full and feel like shit. The most pleasure I can get out of food is when you eat it moderately at your goal weight. Then you enjoy the flavor. You got your body. Everything's just flowing and balanced, you know? And so in order to get there, you've got to learn how to eat for pleasure. You need to learn how to eat foods that you really enjoy without getting totally, you know, out out of kilter and just overeating it or blowing yourself off track or falling off your diet. OK, and so practicing clean days, pleasure days, back to clean days, which is the most important piece, because you learn to get back on track every week. You know, and again, the number one skill of mastering weight is the ability to get back on track quickly. So anyway, so how you get through a weekend going without cheating your diet? Well, I don't cheat on my I don't call it cheating on my diet, but I will be eating for pleasure during the weekend. Um, Fridays are my favorites, as I know I'll eat for pleasure tonight yeah don don follows this idea and it works really well you know because you take a lot of that pressure off um dolores says just ate a lot of turkey is healthy for you just ate a lot of turkey it's healthy for you yeah sure um super excited about it yeah jody i'm you're, you're gonna love it again it, it's even just a year commitment is just transformative and obviously working together for a year is phenomenal because <laughs> um I, I really get to know you and, and we get to the deeper stuff that's what I, I love most about it it goes way past the weight you know it's really again it's a program itself then really is a personal development program, right? We take your weight loss, rapid, and in personal development because it's way more motivating to have the focus be, I want be to the, become the best version of myself, right? If you take your weight loss goal, you know, your, your, how you're trying to motivate yourself just to lose weight, to look better. And instead we upgrade that to, I want to be the best version of myself possible. I want to be the healthiest, the happiest, the best in shape I can be. That's way more motivating. And so, um, yeah, you'll see over the year, we'll we'll get into a lot of personal development stuff. Um, So he says, I find it much easier to eat clean on the weekend because I don't have to negate my stress. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, sure. Um, And that's fair too. Again, like programming yourself thin is really about, there's three, three, the the weight mastery pyramid, mindset, lifestyle, eating. And I give you these blueprints to fill out where you customize your, your own plans for those, but yeah, That's the key word there is customizing it. And so Sophie's here and she's a little different than the norm um, where some people find it harder to eat clean on the weekend. Okay. So we always honor ourselves. And I think a lot of diets, you don't do that, right? You're just trying to force yourself to follow some diet that someone tells you to do. um, But it never really resonates for you. It's never really, you never take ownership of it. You never internalize it. And so I think you, part of your weight mastery plan needs to be honoring who you are, what works for you, what's your, your, likes and dislikes? What's your lifestyle? And we build around that because once you have a customized plan built around your own, you know, preferences, lifestyle, genetics, you know, who you are as a person, it's got a way better chance of succeeding with it and continuing with it. So great job, Sophie. I'm I'm glad you realized that. Um, Dolores says, think of your diet as your marriage. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. Um, you eat small amounts, but high calorie. I've started implementing soup. Yeah, yeah, soup, soup, soup's a good one for sure. Um, I'm not married, what do you mean? <laughs> I think she just means that you you know you think long term about it. You know they're gonna be with it for a long time. I think a lot of people with diets think of it as like one night flings, right? <laughs> like it's like oh I'm just gonna do this thing. It's gonna give me crazy results, and like you do it for a little bit and you can't stick with it, and then you on to the next one, you know, or 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 you co- go back to it again. You know what I mean? But it never progresses past the one night stand phase, you know. <clears throat> um, so you need to think more about a long term commitment. Another another reference point metaphor is um thinking about like college, you know, like college if you went to college with such a casual attitude that you'd go into your weight loss like you would have quit college after the first week right if you're like oh go to college as long as it's easy and i'm always learning stuff and and i'm getting good grades and like the second you get a bad grade or you're confused you quit like you know what i mean what kind of way is that to approach anything that's difficult but when it comes to your weight loss that's kind of what you do right you pick the hardest plan you can do and the second you make a mistake you, you quit You know, there's just such a lack of commitment. And so college, you commit to it knowing, okay, this is going to be hard. I'm going to make a four-year commitment. It's going to be four years, two, four, six, eight years of work to get to where I want to be. But I'm willing to make that commitment. I'm going to dedicate myself to it, right? That's a real commitment. And so the weight loss is like, oh, I'll try it out as long as I'm losing weight every week. You know, you're very conditional with that one. And with the other big things in your life, marriage, college, kids, your work, you're, you're much more unconditional. You know, even if you're not tired or whatever, you still show up and do the work. And so, yeah, I think thinking of it as a marriage can be good. Um, I can't think of food as clean or not because I stop eating just about anything. Um, Yeah, well, you know, figure out so whatever words work for you, you know. Um, And again, I I honor anyone. Whatever words you use, however you want to. This is what I mean. Like, this is part of what I'm talking about. Like, you figure out how you want to think about foods. What what categorizations work for you, you know. um, Ocone. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce that. Hello. Do you have some kind of a course for this type of eating? Yeah. You can go to my bio and click the link at the hypnosis session I give you. And then as soon as you sign up for that, I'll give you a training, three steps to master your weight. Um, Watch that training. That training is uh, it's free. Okay. Watch that. I do have a program as well, um, but I'd suggest watching the training first to see if this, this resonates with you. Okay. Um, But that, that training alone will teach you more about weight than you probably learned in the last thirty years. honestly. And it's free. Don says without desperation and restriction, I am down 10 pounds with this approach since nine, one, one, nine, one. That's awesome, Don. And that's amazing because you've already losing weight. So that that's quite, quite an accomplishment. Um, where can I see the program? And also if you just want to see the program, if you just want to check it out, you can go to program and, uh, you can go check out the program, but, but get the, get the hypnosis session and watch the training. Cause, uh, it'll explain it more. It, this is a unique approach. And so I think you need a little more context. This isn't like a meal plan or in a workout, you know, <laughs> it's a much more comprehensive approach to really mastering your weight. And so it's much more mindset based. And so my mindset based approaches to most things, but certainly mindset based approach to weight loss is really less about me giving you techniques within your current mindset. And it's more about me helping you to change your mindset uh, with how you think about weight loss. You see, you're you're trapped in a dieters mindset. You think like a dieter. And so if I just give you a technique, it's not gonna work because the core problem is you think like a dieter. We need to change that. And so in order to do that, unfortunately, it takes a little bit more thought because I can't just say, oh, do this, do this, do this. We need to kind of take a step back and say, that's completely the wrong goal. Um, We need to think about this way and now do this. You know what I mean? So first you have to reframe things and then then comes the, the tools um good point i work sugar hard for my masters so wherever my masters? yeah yeah um that's so healing thank you about the clean not clean got to think about it differently yeah yeah exactly it, it's just and i know what you mean by the way sophie just, just so you know i um, i used to be a, a raw foodist so it doesn't get too much more extreme than that um you know that's one of the more extreme things and it's exactly to that point now i finally realized holy shit this is too much like like i'm I'm so obsessed with food and i'm getting so crazy with it this isn't even healthy anymore and so i use that as a learning opportunity to kind of how do i want to think about this in a way that's not only physically healthy but also mentally and emotionally healthy for me and what i had to do is i kind of loosen up a little bit how i was thinking about food so so i get what you're saying with that um but don't just say like oh if i clean if i think about clean clean unclean then i don't eat anything that's not enough. Okay. So, okay. Well, how do I want to think about it? What's most important to me? How can I get to the, where I want to be, you know, and, and start asking solution-oriented questions with that. Um, yes. The dieter's mindset is embedded from the early years, especially for girls. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so to that point, let me talk about that a little bit. Cause we have all now at this point, no, I mean, I'm almost 50. So if you're 70 years old, pretty much your entire life, entire life, you have been conditioned to think about weight loss as a dieter right? You have been exposed to millions of diet ads. Every diet ad is the before after picture, how long it took to get there. It causes you to think about weight loss as a short-term thing. And once you think about it as a short-term thing, I'm going to diet until I lose the weight. Next thought is, okay, well, what's the fastest way I can do that? And once you ask that question, the answer is the most extreme plan I can find, you know? And so your, your weight loss now is like tied. You can't think about weight loss without thinking about a diet. They're just tied together. So I get out here all the time, my podcast, my videos, everything I'm trying to do is to separate in your mind that weight does not have to have anything to do with dieting. I sit in front of you as a person who's dropped 30 pounds and kept it off for over, not 30 pounds, I've dropped over 50 pounds, and I've kept it off for over 30 years. And there's been no dieting, no dieting, and really no consistent working out. I, I have not been working out. Um, I'm starting to kind of embed it for different reasons. But what I did is I mastered my eating. And I mastered my eating so I mastered my lifestyle and my mindset. And, um, that's the approach I take. And that's the approach I teach. And so, um, a dieter though, dieting is, is not going to do it. it. It's a broken mindset from the word go. And here's the reason why, right? All the diets that you're subconsciously referencing about how to lose weight are all owned by the big food companies. Uh, weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Atkins food products is owned by the same company. That owns onion's pretzels and Cinnabon slim fast is owned by the same company that owns Ben and Jerry's ice cream. These companies do not want you to lose weight. They want you to get you coming and going and they want to condition your mind so you never break free of this weight issue and you stay uh, a slave to the food and the diets for the rest of your life to some degree. Sorry to be so drastic, but, you know, sometimes you got to be blatantly clear um, to break through the bullshit, you know, because most people are walking around with a diet or mindset which creates the big problem that you have two mindsets right now. you got an overweight mindset and you have a diet mindset. That is it. Your normal, natural way of going through the world, like when you're not thinking about weight and food and you're not focused on it and, and changing everything, you are an overweight person, right? How you live your life, how you think, how you eat keeps you overweight. That's just your natural way of being. Not because you were born that way, but because it was programmed into your subconscious mind. The way you eat, what you eat, when you eat, how you eat, all of these things are subconscious and automatic, just like how you brush your teeth, how you use a computer mouse, how you read and write. These were difficult things that you learned how to do. And now you just do them on autopilot. Your eating behaviors are the exact same thing. Your lifestyle behaviors the exact same thing. You just do what you did. You're just following a, a subconscious program. And so you got this overweight mindset now. And what you do is occasionally you're really upset about your weight and you go into diet mode. And now what's diet mode? Diet mode is just when you fight against your overweight mindset and you fight against it for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, sometimes a couple of months, and you get your weight down. And then all of a sudden you say, I can't keep dieting. I don't want to go back to being overweight. I hope I don't put the weight back on. And you put the weight back on, right? Because how could you not in that situation? Because you're missing the most important part of the weight mastery process: is You are never learning how to create a thin and healthy mindset. When are you creating a thin and healthy mindset? I know what you think. You think magically when I get to my goal weight, I'll just, I'll just, I don't know. I'll be there. I'll just do it. No, you won't. Have you? You've lost weight in the past. When you got to that weight, did you just stay there? Did you naturally create a thin and healthy mindset? No. Do you ever see anyone do that? No. Do you ever intentionally work to create a thin and healthy mindset for yourself? No. You got your overweight mindset, how you normally act, what you like to eat, how you normally eat. And then you got your diet mind. So when you fight against all that, and that's what you do, you keep flip-flopping between these. And this is why nothing ever changes long-term because nothing ever changes on a subconscious level. You never program new behaviors into your subconscious mind. You're always just fighting against your automatic behaviors, your, your current programming. So programming yourself then is about programming in new thoughts, lifestyle behaviors and eating patterns into your subconscious mind. So that they run automatically. So I tell you, I sit here, I get, I'm not, I'm obsessed with food. I have routines, I have structures, I have subconscious programming that keeps me at my goal weight. So I can just, I trust myself now. My automatic natural behaviors, my natural thoughts, behaviors, um, feelings keep me at my goal weight. I'm not dieting. I'm not overweight. My overweight mindset has become a thin and healthy mindset and now keeps me at a lower weight. I hope that makes sense. Great. Cause it's a completely different way of thinking about it. Cause what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like when you really think about it, you don't have the words to explain what the fuck's going on. You're like, I don't get it. I've been trying to lose weight for 40 years and it just never works. I don't know what to do. And then you're, you're flummoxed because you're a smart, intelligent person. You're successful professionally. You're successful personally. You're a great parent, mom, partner. You're great. You're great at your career. When it comes to your weight, I don't get it. I don't understand. And you're just obsessed with that question. I can hear your thoughts from here. What's wrong with me? Why can't I stick to a plan? How come I can't lose this weight? Why can't I do this? You're, you're obsessively asking why you can't get the results you want, which is a big reason why you're not getting the results anyways, by the way. But, um, but again, so, but you keep thinking (laughs) the craziest part, this is the craziest part of being a human is that we just keep doing what we did. You know, you keep trying the diets, you know, oh this one, this month is keto next month. It's intermittent fasting. The next month it's Mediterranean. The next month it's carnivore. The next month, you know, it's, it's just always changing. The diets are always changing, but you stay the same. You know, you got to stop focusing on information and start focusing on transformation. You need to change yourself from the inside out into the person you want to be, and you have no idea how to do that. You only know how to force yourself to lose weight for a little while. Thanks, Dory, and you have no idea how to live at that weight again. Program yourself. Then we start with the maintenance plan. It's all about creating a maintenance plan, a way, again, a mindset, lifestyle, and eating blueprint, so that you can live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on your autopilot. Doesn't that goal feel better to say? right off the bat, right? Because you're so apathetic now. You think about weight loss 24 hours a day and you can't even get yourself to start a plan. You know what I mean? And it's because you don't want to diet. You don't believe the diets are going to work anymore. So you're stuck in this trap where you think about weight loss all day long, but you don't want to do the things you think you have to do to lose weight. You don't want to give up sugar. You don't want to completely stop eating carbs, not eat for 16 hours. You don't want to do those things and you're not doing them. And so what what, the first step you need to do is realize I don't want to just lose weight. I'm done with that. I want to master my weight. I'm not in a rush. I'm going to give myself a year. God forbid, right? There's a great quote, right? That people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. So, again, it's all about the mindset. Once you change your mindset, everything changes instantly and you get way better results. Um, Yep. Don says, I was dieting until I turned 52 in September. Yeah. Never again. Autopilot for me. Yeah. Don's internalizing it. Dory says, "I lost weight then gained some weight. How do I not fall back into bad habits? Yeah, same thing I was just saying. Again, you know, like again, I'm telling you subconsciously, you think about the diet as a temporary thing. I'm gonna diet until I lose the weight. So you think about it as a temporary thing. And what I find a lot of times, too, you tell me if you if you ever notice this, give me some hearts if you ever recognize this. But the weirdest thing in the world, right? is all you do is think about losing weight. Let's say the the random time you actually get your weight close to your goal weight, The closer you get to your goal weight, ironically, I think if you pay attention, you're going to realize you're freaking out. Your anxiety is is getting big the closer you get to your goal. Why? Because you know that you don't know how to live your goal weight. You know how to diet and lose weight. You can get real strict and focused because you're excited about the scale going down. But at some point, the scale stops going down. And what are you motivated by now? Most people trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. And at some point, the scale stops going down. Where's your pleasure come from now? Oh, from being thin. Nope. That ain't going to work. If that worked, no one would ever put the weight back on and everyone puts the weight back on, right? It's like 80, 85% to 95% of people that lose weight on a diet, put it back on, you know? So how do you not fall into bad habits? You change your habits. You, you, you overlay, because you can't get rid of all, you know, that, here's an interesting thing for you to know. You can't get rid of bad habits. Like like you can't get rid of, bad habits are just neural wiring. They're neural networks that are connected. And you can't get rid of it. You can't remove old wiring. All you can do is wire new wiring over it, okay? So it's more accurate to say, not that you're getting rid of bad habits, but that you're wiring over new good habits over top of them. That, that's a better way to think about it. And um, And again, you're doing it, I don't want to get into this right now, but, but again, in the program, we go through the neuroscience of habits. (laughs) I'm laughing because, you know, if, if you want to lose weight, right. And you're, I know if you're listening to me, I know you consider yourself a smart person. I know that because everyone that listens to me, they're always overthinkers, usually perfectionists. So I know you're thinking all the time about your weight loss, right. And you probably have been for decades, but you're missing like all the obvious shit. Like, do you know the neuroscience of habits? I'm not, it's the, don't feel bad if you don't. I'm just pointing out the fact that as obsessed as you are with weight loss, you would think <laughs> that understanding the neuroscience of habits, like understanding habits in more granular detail so that you could strategically implement better habits in place of the bad ones. Like that's like no shit. Well, obviously, right? If you, if you want to change your weight, right? That's like one of the, the most obvious basic things you would have to do. And the truth is, when you look at yourself, you've got no strategy to change your habits. Your strategy isn't a strategy. It's a tactic to use willpower to just be in control of all your habits and force yourself to do the right thing, You know, which which reveals a complete lack of understanding of how your mind works. You know? You're not built to consciously be in control of every little thing you do. We live our lives on autopilot. Right? Most of our lives, we just do what we did yesterday. You know, okay, oh, today's Friday. Well, I'll do my Friday routine. Most of the time, right? Unless it's an odd Friday. But we basically do what we did. And so this idea that you're going to one day magically wake up on a Monday and, and consciously control every little thing you do, is, is it makes no sense. It, again, as I said, it, it just reveals a complete and total lack of understanding how your mind works. And so you wonder why you're not losing the weight. And I will tell you, it's because you, you literally have no strategy. Your strategy in a nutshell is use willpower to follow a strict diet so you lose weight quickly and or work out. And it doesn't last long-term, you know? So you need a more strategic long-term v- viewpoint on what you're looking to do here. And then everything's a lot easier. Stop bothering yourself that you're bothered. Um <laughs> not sure if that was a re- reference to it. your vids have changed my life. That's awesome. That's a cool one. I, I'm going to like screenshot in the cool. I got this freaking white. <laughs> I'll try to like, I can't like see it. Cause it my, my thing's white. Oh, that's a good way to do it. Actually. That's not working. <laughs> we'll just have to see how this zoom in on it. I just love, I love, uh, I love testimonials. Um, I come here to unscramble. I come here to unscramble my mind. Yeah, sure. That's what I do this for. Unscramble all your brains. <laughs> your brains are, your brains are scrambled eggs. I hate to tell you when it comes to weight loss, you got scrambled eggs for brains. <laughs> don't take that personally. It sounds kind of offensive when I put it that way, but don't, don't take it personally. I'm joking. But, but like literally when it comes to diet, when it comes like weight loss, you think like a dieter and a dieter, like I look with x-ray vision, I just see scrambled eggs. Up in the brain. <laughs> like it's just, it, it, that makes no sense. You know, the whole dieting thing, it makes no sense. I always look at like diets. Like if I was a, a real evil person and I wanted to create some, some way to make it seem like I wanted to help you lose weight, but really I just wanted you to keep eating the bullshit food and just be trapped eat, being overeater all the time. I would create a diet. Um, from, from top to bottom, it's a horrible, horrible idea you know, for, for long-term weight loss, it's a great idea for short-term weight loss. <laughs> so if your goal is short-term weight loss, do a diet, don't do program yourself thin. Um, if you want long-term, you know, weight mastery, program yourself thin is a better approach. But if you want, if you got like a, a wedding coming up next month, you need to lose weight quick, um, do not get program yourself thin. It's not for you. Um, so yeah, but, but dieting is a goofy shit. I, I, I talk about this every day. I'm, I'm not going to to it right now, but, but yeah, like I like to unscramble minds, you know what I mean? For sure. It's so hard to change mindset though is it, is it so hard to change mindset? <laughs> you know what I mean? I know people say that, like I'm, I'm busting your chops a little bit, but, and I'm, I, I'm joking. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard in a sense, but it's what you're saying, what you're saying really for you, probably not that it's hard. It's impossible. It's impossible for you. Cause you literally have no idea what your mindset is. Really? You have no strategy to actually change your mindset. And again, I'm not blaming you for this. The diets never teach you how to change your mindsets. Do they? What diet's out there teaching, showing you how to change your mindset? Write it in there, please let me know. What, what diet's showing you how to change your mindset? Because you know what I see every diet doing? Every diet is I see every diet saying, here, here's your meal plan. Here's how you got to eat. Here's how you got to work out. Even the dietitians, the nutritionists, the doctors, the personal trainers, every single diet you've seen, every philosophy, here you go. Here's the plan. Now see you later. Go follow it. And it's up to you to force yourself to follow it. And you have no idea how to change your behaviors. So is mindset change hard? It's not hard, but it takes consistency. You know what I mean? It's, but you have no plan for it. You know what I mean? So even, even like, what is your mindset? Like I always like this because mindset's a buzzword right now. And lifestyle is a buzzword right now, where I feel like people got no real... There's no granular explanation for what those mean. Let's start with mindset. I find a lot of people when they're saying mindset, they're really using it as a synonym for a synonym for, uh, willpower. Right? So you've got to have the right mindset. Come on, man, you got to get hyped up. you got to have the right mindset when you do this, which is really just something they say, come on, you got to get motivated. you just got to want it. Oh, well, great. How? What if I don't feel motivated? What do I do if I don't feel motivated? What then? You gotta get motivated. Come on, man. Let's do it. Just no pain, no gain. This is David Goggins' guy, right? Which I, I, I love these guys. But it's like, I ain't like that. I'm not a guy that's gonna push myself to run a thousand miles and do ten thousand ups And no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I, I applaud you, sir. But, but not for me. You know? Can I have an easy, simple path, please? I don't want to do that shit. And so, what is a mindset? How do you change a mindset? Well, you don't even know what a mindset is. So let me take you and program yourself then again, we, we come up with a mindset blueprint lifestyle blueprint eating blueprint that you fill out there's six categories of mindset the first one's motivation do you know how to motivate yourself like at will do you know how to motivate yourself do you? <laughs> are you motivated right now to lose weight? are you you know and, and you blame yourself for not being motivated but why are you blaming yourself you've never learned how to you you don't know how to motivate yourself you've never learned how to motivate yourself you should be motivated right? but you don't know how to actually get yourself motivated. And there's a process to do it, okay? So there's motivation. There's your self-image. Do you know that you have a, an identity? You, you, Your weight is a, pr- a physical projection of your mental self. You think of yourself, if you're overweight, you think of yourself as an overweight person. You think of yourself as an overeater, of being lazy, having no willpower. You know, so we've got to change your identity. We got to change your self-image into a thin, healthy version of you. Have you ever thought that? Right. Um, the next one habits, I just mentioned this, right. Do you know the neuroscience of habits? It's not I mean, I'm talking about like deep, deep, just basic neuroscientific concepts of habits is really, really helpful so that you can be strategic with, with your habits. Right. Then there's emotions. Do you know how to deal with emotions, how to feel the emotions you want, not feel the emotions you don't want without food? Probably not because we've been conditioned since birth to use food as our main emotional management strategy. And the next one's thinking, literally thinking like a thin person, literally the nuts and bolts of thinking like a thin person. What questions do you ask? What words do you say? What kind of mindset do you have? And then finally is maintenance. How are you going to maintain this? Right? You have to start thinking from day one. How am I going to maintain this? You need strategies to maintain it. Do so you take for granted, oh, I'll think about maintenance once I get there. Are you shitting me? You're so confident you're going to lose weight. You're not going to think about maintenance until you get to your goal weight. Like it's so easy. You just, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll think about maintenance once I get there. How about you think about maintenance now? Because what do you, you just think you're going to maintain from day one to day two. You just, it's just a given. You're going to be still doing this week one to week two, <laughs> month one to month two. Yeah. I'll just deal. I'll start thinking about when it gets my goal weight. Don't you think it might be helpful to start thinking about maintenance now? Don't you think you could use a little um, more skill at being able to maintain to week two, week three, month two, month three? So that's my definition of mindset. Break it down. You'd find someone else who breaks mindset down like that. I've not seen it. I even seen the queen of mindset, Carol Dweck, the the growth fixed mindset lady. I love it, but it's it's two mindsets. And she just tells you what they are. And it's like, figuring them out is, you know, she got her strategies, but I don't know how practical that is. I mean, and I love that stuff, but it's like, we need need to break this down into practical granular compartments. They're going to help you move forward. And wouldn't you agree that you would have a much easier time with your weight? If you knew how to motivate yourself, if you knew how to change your self-image, if you knew how to influence your habits strategically, effectively, if you knew how to influence your emotions, if you knew how to think like a thin and healthy person, and if you knew how to maintain this. So, yeah, how hard is it to ch- change your mindset? Well, it's a lot easier once you know how. <laughs> I'm not saying it's easy. I mean, you still got to do the work. But wouldn't it be? It's like saying, oh, my God, you know, it's like you have to go someplace before you had a map. I mean, before you had your phone and, you know, whatever, Google maps or whatever, before you could even print map directions out, before there were even more maps, <laughs> getting to a place is almost impossible. But once you have the map, it's not that hard. I mean, you still got to do the work to get there, but at least you have a plan. And what I'm trying to point out is that right now you don't have a plan, which really gets to my, my the core what I'm here for is I don't want you to blame yourself. You're in your head blaming yourself and you're pissed off at yourself and you're mad at yourself and you're punishing yourself because you're pissed off that you weigh what you weigh. And the reality is, is it's not that you're a bad person. It's that you do not have a strategy. You do not have strategies. <laughs> you don't have strategies to live at the weight you want to live at. It's not a you problem. It's a strategy problem. You haven't learned how to live at your goal weight. Not even once have you learned that. Focusing on your weight for 30 years and not even once have you gotten close to the idea of how do I live as a thin, healthy person? You've never asked that question. Don't you find that odd? Considering all the time and emotional energy and focus you've given to your weight, it, <laughs> I hope so. So, <sighs> Shereen, this time I found you. It's scary. I said, "Now, what do I do if I don't diet?" Yeah, Jody, I get it, right? Jody, yeah, again, she's in the program and she knows that she's approaching her goal weight. It's always the same. I did a coaching call. You could see it on YouTube. You can go watch it, Jody. You might like those actually. They're kind of interesting to watch. Someone, y- you'll see, it. it's the same type of thing where both of them. No, one of them was getting, they'd lost 20 pounds. They were doing keto and intermittent fasting and they were closing in on their goal weight. Well, no, they, I don't know if, how close they were to the goal weight, but they'd lost 20 pounds. And so you think, Oh man, if I lost 20 pounds, I'd be over the moon. They're not over the moon because there's every day they're freaking out more and more because it's getting harder and harder to stick to this really strict regimen. And so even though they lost 20 pounds, they're feeling even more upset because like, I'm not gonna be able to keep this up and they're feeling a lot of anxiety because of that. So, um, yeah anyways but but it's that's a big part of the process but jody yeah you'll be fine You, you know that this will be the last time i promise you um what to do what to do then it comes back one little pound at a time the worst oh i know i know yeah the weight starts coming back right and it's less like you just freak out you know but that's what i mean like you need to be able to oh there's so much i i just wish i could i always joke like i would like to uh I if I could do a brain transplant, you know what I mean? You put my brain in any person's body, we're gonna start losing weight. And um, I wish I could do brain transplants, <laughs> maybe someday with AI or something. I don't know, but yeah, you can change how you're thinking, you know. Dieting is so miserable. Yeah, exactly, right, Dory? It's like you hate dieting. You, you know, it's like people act like it's like was like, why do you think you're not losing weight? You know, oh, hormones, menopause, da, 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 da. do you think it might be because you're eating too much? Then maybe, but I'm not changing, I don't want to go on a diet. Yeah, exactly you want to lose weight you think about it all day long but you don't want to diet you don't want to diet that's why you're not losing weight more than anything else you know because you're all or nothing right because you're like you're doing nothing and your idea of a dieting is this giant overcorrection and you don't want to do it that's why you're not doing it but your only option in your mind to lose weight is going from doing nothing to doing everything perfect and it's overwhelming to you to think about it and then if god forbid you start doing it you're like holy shit this is just as bad as i thought it was if not worse And then in the back, you do not believe it's going to work anyways. And so this is where you're at right now. So what's a better alternative? Well, it's to be all or something. You know, sometimes you're focused and motivated and just everything's working great. Great, do all. Be perfect with your stuff. But most of the time, you're not going to be perfect. I said it. And so what do we do in that situation? We go from being nothing to being something. We make a a simple, easy improvement. And we get used to doing that. And then we make another improvement. We get used to doing that and we make another improvement. This is real improvement, folks. That's how real things happen. I know your impatience says I need it to happen all at once. But fuck your impatience. You know, what your impatience got you. How much weight you lost last six months last year with your impatience? Last five years. Right? I don't give a shit about your impatience. I know you're impatient. I know it's hard to, oh, I feel impatient. I get it. And it's like the diet industry's preyed on that. And so you just think like an impatient person now. But you can become a patient person. Do you know that? All it takes is changing the way you think about it. You know? Mm-hmm. Dory says, I lost a hundred pounds and I honestly got my life back. Yeah, that's great, Dory. Super. That's awesome. You do. I, again, it's like you can get more value out of the weight loss depending on how you're thinking about it, too, on top of it. The weight loss in and of itself, it's important to understand this, that, that weight and money are very similar because they're just means to an end. The weight and the money by themselves don't make you happy, right? If you if you've got a bunch of money in the bank, but you got it all because you uh, robbed old people, um, that's a shitty. You know, I mean? you don't feel good about yourself. You know what I mean? And if you got your weight down low, but you're absolutely starving yourself and you're miserable, what's the? What are we doing? What's the point? You know? So um, it's important that we realize that it's not enough just to lose the weight. It's also the process we use to create that weight loss and no one ever focuses on this i don't give a shit what i got to do i just want to lose the weight yes you do give a shit how you do it that's why you're not doing it now cuz you give an abs you absolutely give a shit how you're going to lose the weight no you're not going to do something miserable to lose the weight that's why you're not doing it but the the, the but again i know because you think you have to do you think you've got to be miserable you think it's got to be this shitty process where you feel like crap and you feel deprived and you're frustrated and you're stressed and you're hungry that's what you—that's what you think weight loss is, because that's what the diets have trained you to think. That's not true. People in program yourself, then are losing weight all the time, and it's re, I'm more relaxed and calm than I've ever felt. I feel at peace. The eating's just kind of flowing, and I'm losing weight. I had a person yesterday in the program. She goes, "I went on a cruise and lost weight." Now we talked about this before, and I said, "Just enjoy yourself on the cruise. Just you know what I mean. Don't don't freak out about eating right. You'll put a little weight on the cruise. Who cares? You lose it when you come back. You go right back to normal thing." So she went in it with a calm, relaxed attitude. She wasn't strict crazy with it because we're not strict crazy with the food. The more strict and crazy you are with the food, the worse results you're going to get anyways, long-term. So anyways, she lost weight on a cruise, folks. Do you know what I mean? That's how fun weight loss can be. You can go on a cruise, enjoy the food, which she did, and she still lost weight. So yeah, you can lose weight in a comfortable, enjoyable way. Day one, you could feel more relaxed on your weight loss journey. Would program yourself then, because tomorrow you start the day. Guess what? You know, my plan starts with some strict meal plan. No, you know, how my, you know how my program starts. You start it and tomorrow morning, you look at your phone when you wake up, which you do anyways, there's a message from me. You click the message. Hey, it's a five minute hypnosis session from Jim. Let me sit down and listen to it for five minutes. I'm just going to quietly sit here. Oh, I'm relaxed. I'm calm. Holy shit. I haven't felt this relaxed in a long time. Whew, I was really stressed and depleted and tired. This is just what the doctor heard. Oh, I feel a lot better. That's it. Five minutes. You wake up, you go about your day, and what do you do? Oh, I, I ate better. Why? Are you dieting? No, I just felt more relaxed and calm. When I feel more relaxed and calm, holy shit. You're not, Jimmy, not gonna believe this. When I feel more relaxed and calm, I eat better. Yeah, no shit. Everyone does, right? So it's like, what how do you feel when you start a diet? Do you feel relaxed and calm? Or do you feel stressed out, anxious, freaking out? Do you think it's easier to eat well when you're freaking out and anxious and tense? Or do you think it's easier to eat well when you're relaxed, calm, centered, clearly aware of what your goals are and connected to them? You know, I mean, it's obvious when I put it that way, but I don't know. You know, people do what they do. Um, Cindy says, better habits going to the hot tub on Friday nights instead of eating in front of the TV. Now, Cindy, you're talking my language, right? I went to the hot tub last week and it was awesome. And you're right on the money. That's exactly right. The things you... I always think of addictions like this, that that you addictions are like when you think the things that are causing you pain are actually causing you pleasure, right? So when you're eating the food that you think is really pleasurable, but when you zoom out, you realize, holy shit, those foods are causing me a ton of pain. Five minutes of pleasure, five days of pain. You know what I mean? Like like it's not even close. Um, And the TV's like that too. Listen, I like TV too, but I had to narrow it down. You're watching five, six, seven, eight hours of TV a day you're gonna have a hard time your emotions are probably not gonna be in a great place because the tv is not helping you resolve your emotions it's just distracting you from the emotions you're feeling you know so yeah cindy you're right on the money that's a smart smart saying right there what's up karen i don't know what you did but my thinking is totally different i'm so grateful yeah so karen's in the program i'm gonna interview her so you'll be able to hear her all story because uh yeah it, it's that's what's happening folks it, it's your mindset is the biggest thing impacting your weight. Your mindset's more important than your genetics, your hormones, your menopause, your insulin resistance, your environment, any of it, any of it. Mindset's the number one thing affecting your weight and you have never learned how to influence your mindset. What a crazy world. As much as, think about all the time, energy, money you have spent on weight loss and you have never once. I know this about you. How do I know this? How do I know this? Because there's no mindset program out there, is there? You tell me if there's a nine set program you know about that's working for you. Let me know about it. So think about all the time, energy, money you have spent on thinking about weight loss. And never once have you learned how to influence your mindset at all. How is that possible? That's like learning an instrument, not learning about chords or scales. It's it's like, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's the most obvious. It's like learning to play basketball, and not learn how to dribble. I, I don't know. It's it's <laughs> it doesn't get any more fundamental than that. I say this to you because again, please, it's not you. It's not you. You're not the problem. There's not something wrong with you. You're not broken in any way. You're not missing some, something, you know what I mean? It, it's well, you are missing something. You're missing a strategy. You're missing a different way of thinking about your weight loss and approaching it. I so, am yeah. Karen says first time I wasn't worried about losing a certain amount of weight by holidays oh right how's the, isn't that a nice one i've had a lot of people in the program say that it's um because you know what do you do right you go through the year oh i'm gonna lose the weight by i'm gonna lose the weight by the holidays oh shit. okay here comes january first i'm going gonna lose the weight by valentine's day oh okay i'm gonna lose it by spring oh shit. okay summertime by summertime i'm gonna lose the weight oh shit. okay by the end of the summer i'm gonna lose this weight right i mean it just it just goes on and on year after year after year but this becomes your programming this is your programming you know that that internal dialogue how you're talking to yourself That's the programming. That's how you're hypnotizing yourself to be overweight and you don't even realize it, you know, great job, Karen. Jill says I'm only 10 to 15 pounds overweight, but I'm so flabby. How can I prevent that? Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, okay. 10, 15 pounds. It's a twofer in that situation where, you know, you clean up, your eating a little bit more drop, you know, again, if you want to um, five pounds, see what that does to you. uh, And then maybe start adding some resistance training. You know, start to develop some some more muscle. And that that way I can help that out as well. Um my hardest thing is to eat during the day. I binge even if I have eaten, it's it is damage control. Uh I binge even if I've eaten. Yeah, I get that, but but again, you want to be strategic, you know. So you yeah, eating during the day is very important because if you don't eat during the day, what's happening is you get into the evening really hungry and really depleted um with no willpower. And then that's a really bad time to try and control your eating. So it's a lot easier to eat uh, when you're not starving, you know? So again, you want to start thinking about managing your hunger. And if you start focusing on managing your hunger, um, I think you're going to, it's a much easier to control your eating. Okay. Um, All right. You know what? I got to get out of here. I got a lot of work to do today. So I'm going to get out of here. But uh, if you have not yet, go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session I give you. Okay. It's, um, it's a barn burner. <laughs> it is a good one. It's called the new thin me. It's a kickstart session. And, um, it helps you clarify and connect to your goal weight, your dream body. And, uh, it's motivating. you know, feels good. So go get that. And then watch the training I give you. I'll give you a training right after it called the three steps to master your weight. And, um, watch it, watch it. Cause, uh, it'll change the way you think about weight loss and weight mastery. And I think in a positive way, <laughs> all right it's going to be a lot help more helpful for you um is there a place to post questions not on lives that you can answer in lives later uh yeah i mean you can email me at gym at jim@programyourselfthen.com you can direct message me i feel bad i was trying to get to my i i am not good i'm not a good texter i'm not a good message person i kind of read the message and then i'm on to the next thing and i forget about a lot of times but shoot me a message and i will do my best um to remember to answer that or you just answer it now. I got, I got a few minutes if you want to ask it because I'm going to talk about Annie. Annie was awesome. Annie was awesome. Um, first of all, the Annie herself was uh, unbelievable, which is funny because this was like an eighth. This was like a seventh, to eighth grade, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, mostly production. They, they let it be the younger kids. There was some high school kids in it too, which is why it was so fun because it was my, my son and my daughter were both in it and they are six and 12 Great. So this will probably be the only show they're ever in together. So that was really neat. And it was my son's first show. And it was, it was so awesome watching him um, out there for the first time. Cause he's actually extremely talented with a lot of this stuff. So it was really fun watching him do that. And I'm glad he kind of like, you know, kind of broke that bubble and he, he got a play, you know, so hopefully it'll be easier for him to keep doing because He's very, very good. But it was, it was so fun watching the two of them, but it was really, it was a good show actually. Um, Parson says any tips on trying to be hungry in the morning for breakfast? I'm never hungry and I like to be, so I don't binge later in the day. Um, yeah. Okay. So when it comes to this question, this also reminds me of like sleep, right? Cause a lot of people say, I want to go to bed earlier, but I'm really, I'm not tired at night when it's, when I want to go to bed. And so a lot of times the easiest way, if, if you want to eat, be hungrier in the morning is stop eating earlier in the evening, the night before. And if you want to go to bed earlier, wake up earlier that day. And you'll tend to be tired or earlier. So again, we want to zoom out and see the bigger picture here. Okay. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know when you stop eating at night, but, uh, I would work to move that forward. I mean, I would experiment with that. I would stop eating. I don't know. Do you have time to answer what time you stop eating at night? Usually. Um, yeah, Annie, the musical, it was really good. Um, so let's just say, for example, though, that you eat until, Oh, like nine o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what time do you usually go to bed? Um, but it doesn't matter. Uh, like, so let's say at nine o'clock is when you typically stop eating. Yeah. I would stop. I would just test it out. I'd stop eating at seven o'clock one night, just as an experiment, you know? And, um, you like, oh, know, I can't eat anymore after seven. It's not that conversation in your head. It's saying, I'm going to stop eating at seven o'clock tonight and see what, if that impacts how hungry I am tomorrow morning, you know? And then, um, if it wasn't that hard, I would do it two, three nights in a row. see what happens because sometimes it takes a little bit of time to see the real results of it but i there's a good chance you'll wake up and you'll be hungrier than typically are you know um but yeah that'll that'll be a lot better because again we want to think strategically again with dieting we just want to change everything all at once but when we start approaching things more strategically we set ourselves up for longer term success all right um all right everyone i'm gonna get out of here again if you uh have not done this yet go to my bio click the link get the hypnosis session watch the training um, I send you emails every day. I'll help you I'll help you lose weight for free um, and watch that training. It's, it's really important. And then you can listen to the podcast, uh, program yourself then, uh, make one every day, uh, weekday. So uh, go check those out. It's on all the main platforms. And uh, yeah, other than that, have a wonderful weekend. All right, get some rest and relaxation and uh, set yourself up for success uh, next Thursday there. Uh, yeah, Astrid, you have, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Tuesday. All right, everyone, have a good day. Bye.